to Journey with Jesus. We're so glad you've joined us today. We hope that you will hear something in today's podcast that will encourage you to find joy in your journey with Jesus. Today we are going to talk about how to find strength. You know, Tanya, we need strength. All of us do. And the best way to find strength is to turn to God who is around us in and out. Overall, all the time. Wouldn't you say so? I absolutely would. And even when you're at your weakest point, he can give you strength beyond strength. Strength beyond strength. I love that. I love that. The best way to find that strength in our weakness for me has been to pause and pray. Oh, I like that. That is a great way. Prayer lets you turn those worries and those troublesome times into praises to God. It does. And I've heard this. Why not turn your worry list into a prayer list? Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) And I've been trying to do that because there's been a lot of worries lately just within our world right now and just personally some things I'm dealing with. And there have been a lot of things happening. So I have found that if I go to the Lord and, and pray, He will give me that strength. I'm going to start with a scripture. I know you and I like to quote scriptures and here's one, listen to this, Tanya, from 2 Timothy 4, 17. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me. Ooh, doesn't that sound good? So the Lord will stand by us. He will. And he wants to give us help, especially when we're worried or we're troubled. It's amazing what we can benefit from when we... Lean in when we need to. Mm-hmm. Lean in on God. You know, there are times when we feel like, gosh, everyone has abandoned me. Everyone's kind of deserted me. And here I am trying to do stuff on my own, I feel like. But when you seek God and you go to Him in prayer, Tanya, He will stand by you and strengthen you. He certainly will. Why don't we start out with a word of prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you and we just... We surrender all that we are. We know that when we turn to you in our times of struggle or worry or areas that have us not feeling all joyful, that you can turn that into something better for us. And so, Lord, we come before you this morning knowing that when we surrender and and allow you in, you can do so much more and we can give you all the glory back for what you're doing. Lord, we thank you for all that you do for us, the things that we see and the things that we don't. Lord, let us see you in today. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I love how you ended your prayer, Tanya. Let us see you in today. And that's what we've been talking about this whole month of February. God wants us to see him and connect with him. He's around us. But in order to do that, a key is to pray. A key element is to pray. And Jesus knew this. Jesus would go off by himself many times to pray. He spent so much time in prayer, going deeper to his father and asking his father for things and praying and sharing his heart. You know, the disciples saw him doing that and were amazed. When he would come out of that time of prayer, they would see that power and that strength that he would get just from the prayer time. And he did go off to himself many times to pray. For him, that was, that was the example he said, and we are to follow that as we become 
closer in our walk with Christ, we should mimic what he has done. So we should spend time in prayer. But I also think it's important for us to spend time in the Word, in God's Word, the Bible. I want to read with you Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the Word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and it judges through the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. So when you read the Bible and you take in a scripture and you let it permeate who you are and let it get down in your heart, you're going to be more inclined to want to do the things that Jesus did, and that would be to go and pray. You're so right, and those are promises from the scripture that we are given, the truth. And what I have really enjoyed doing lately is to read a truth from the Bible and pray about it, pray it over and over people or over myself or the direction that I feel like God is wanting me to go. And so I agree with you that we've got to rely on the Word. The Word will help us in so many areas. An example here, I'm just looking at Matthew chapter 6. And this is what Jesus has told us about how to pray. Because as I mentioned before, the disciples saw him pray. And so they asked him, Jesus, Lord, teach us how to pray. We see that you do that, but we, we want to know how to do this. And so there's direction here. You turn to the word, Matthew chapter 6, and it's laid out right here, starting in verse 5. Jesus tells us, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and in street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who is in secret will reward you. And I'm going to stop right there. So Jesus is telling us it's an intimate, personal relationship between you and the Father. Go to a place. Pray. And it could be a physical place in your house. Maybe you have a place in your room or in your dining room or outside your house that you go and pray and you meet God, but really making it a priority to pray and spend that time. Jill, I couldn't agree with you more. Some of you may remember the movie, The War Room. I, I love that it. movie. Oh, me too. Love it. Um, there is so much to be learned from that movie, and it's really about learning how to pray. And it it inspired me. There was a time I had seen it when it first came out and I didn't really let it absorb into my system. I guess it was back in early 2020. I rewatched that movie. I was recovering from surgery at that time, mm -hmm. had a lot of free time on my hands. And I watched that movie and it had a different impact on me. It touched my heart in such a way that it changed my prayer life. It totally transformed what I do and how I approached prayer. I cannot begin my day without having prayer. I have to, even before I get out of bed in the morning, I have to I have to reach out to God because I know He's going to give me what I need for the day. He already has supplied it. Tanya, I'm so glad you brought up that movie, The War Room, because I too saw that movie and it did impact me to just really know that, you know, I need to increase and grow my prayer life. That's what Priscilla Shire did, is she was struggling with some things in her marriage and in her life, and she had a mentor 
who was a very strong prayer warrior, come beside her and teach her some things. In fact, one of my favorite scenes is, you don't want your coffee lukewarm, do you? You want your coffee steaming <laughs> hot. You know, talking about our relationship with God. Yes, it doesn't need yes. to be lukewarm, but hot. And she taught her the importance of prayer and going into a prayer closet, a war room, and having them written out just all over the room. In fact, she said, write out your prayers, post them everywhere. And so she did that, and she was fervently praying. In fact, after I saw the movie, a friend of mine gave me the book that kind of goes with that movie called Fervent, speaking of fervently praying. And so I read that, and in that book, it gives you some areas where you can write prayers and post them in your war room and I did that and let me tell you after I read the book saw the movie and just really incorporated the practical of how to pray my prayer life changed so we want to encourage you if you haven't seen the movie or you want a book to read to to encourage you with your prayers fervent is a really good book. Have you read that one? I have. It stays at my bedside. There are times I pick it up when I need something to give me clarity. Um, I go there, but I love that because I do not want to be a lukewarm prayer. I want goodness from my prayers. I pray with strong, big, bold coffee. I want want it hot. (laughs) And it really inspired me, too, because not only did her mentor have an effect on her, she had an effect on her daughter and it transcended because she saw what she was doing and how that prayer was making a difference and that young girl began to pray folks what a better inspiration can that be whether it be for your children or for someone else you know but for them to know that you will pray with them and join in that one accord where two or more are gathered, God is there with us. So from that book, I also keep a journal of things I'm praying about, scripture I read that moves me. And this morning while I was reading, oh gosh, there are so many things that are heavy in my spirit right now, but God just keeps showing me, trust me. And I know that's because I am seeking His presence. I am doing my due diligence. I am going to Him in prayer. And instead of worrying about what's weighing heavy on me, I'm giving that all to God. Friends, I encourage you. It seems like such a simple task, and really it is. But the peace that you get when you let all that go and let God help you work it out is incredible. And it can help you grow in a way you never thought possible. You know, Tanya, what you're saying is so true. And it reminds me of a scripture that I think is perfect for for this situation that you're describing, how to deal with anxiety and worry, is from Philippians 4. And all of Philippians 4 is amazing. But particularly, I'm going to look at verses 6 and 7 that says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So you will get the peace that you're needing through prayer and presenting everything to God in prayer. He hears you. He knows what you need even before you ask. He knows what you're facing right now, Tanya. He knows what I'm facing. If you're listening, there may be a mountain you're facing, and you're like, how am I going to deal with this? 
Have you tried praying? Have you gone to the Lord and giving everything to him over in prayer and having that constant communication? Pray without ceasing. There's another scripture from Romans, Romans 12, 12. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. So the Lord wants us to pray all the time. Yes, we may start our day in prayer. We may end our day in prayer. We may take prayer in the daytime, just during lunch or whatever, but he's wanting us to stay in a constant state of prayer. When you think about something worrying you, pray about it. Absolutely. And Jill, you know, there were a, a lot of years where I felt too guilty to go to prayer. I didn't feel like I was cleaned up enough to go to prayer. God wants you as you are. He wants to take you wherever you are and carry you where he has envisioned for you. And it's amazing to me, it was neat to me this morning specifically, I heard him say, I was asking, which way do I go? And I heard, this is the way, walk in it. And that's actually from Isaiah 30, verse 21. And it just made me aware that he knows exactly what is going on. Even though I don't feel worthy to even talk to him about it, he is there, he's showing me a path, Mm -hmm. he's guiding my steps. More importantly, I'm learning more about how to trust him and to rely on him to give me strength when I don't have Mm -hmm. it. I love how you were praying about something and then God showed you the scripture that almost like he was talking to you and he will do that. He will talk to us through his love letters. He wrote a love letter for you this morning and you read it. I did. And it resonated with you and you felt strengthened from what you read and you felt encouraged. I love that, Tanya, and I love how you shared that with us today. In the same way, I can't believe this, but you heard something real specifically today, so did I. I was really trying to figure out what to do on certain things, if I should go on, you know, doing what I'm doing and some things in my ministry that I like to do, and I just read, again, 2 Timothy 4 that I started out with which really gave me some instruction on keep on doing what you're doing. Be ready in season and out of season. Keep fulfilling the ministry that I've called you to and fight that good fight of faith. And I will be with you and I will stand by you and strengthen you. So it's so neat if we will just pick up the word, pick up the Bible, read the love letter that God writes for each of us and then pray about it. It is amazing, the peace that will come to you. It really is. And I'm sitting here holding, these are my go-to scriptures. These are the ones that when I'm praying, I hear things. And the one I've just talked about is on this list, but several others are. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still from Exodus 14, 14. Be still and know that I am God. Mm -hmm. Psalm 46, 10. For nothing is impossible with God. Luke 1, 37. Mm-hmm. And that's just a couple of the scriptures that I keep written. And those are, when I mm-hmm. need comfort, those are my places to go. But I want to reflect back to, we talked about Jesus would step away and pray. And we learned that from Luke chapter 5, verse 16. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. And if he prayed this much, think about this. If Jesus prayed this much... What do you think you need to be doing? 
not only do we need to imitate and mimic what he has taught us to do, but are you spending that kind of time? Are you just flippantly going mm -hmm. about life thinking, oh, it'll all come together? If you intently focus on what you're praying about, God can move you to think more like Him. And even in this very moment, I'm being reassured of something I needed to hear. So mm -hmm. somebody else must need to hear this as well. You have to trust and you have to continue to stay close to Him to feel that peace and that comfort. You really do. Trust is such a key. And I like that you shared those scriptures that you call your go-to. And I think it's important that we memorize some of these scriptures, that they come to heart, so they'll come to our mind when we need them. One of the ones that I cling to is from Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, which talks about trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. There's so many times I need to hear that. It's just... I want to figure things out. I want to understand. And God is just like, trust me with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding, but keep acknowledging me and I will show you the way. So it's very comforting when we continue to remember scripture and then we pray. We pray about it and we pray for God to show us what we need to see and, and how we can do better in what he's given us. Jesus come to his father and ask to forgive, to forgive the very ones that had hurt him. You know, that's an example. Are we doing that? Maybe we're dwelling on what people have done to us or the unforgiveness versus, Lord, forgive him. Forgive him. Help it's me to forgive him. Mm -hmm. It really is. It really is. One of the things that um, I was drawn to was from Isaiah, and this is coming from chapter 40, and I'm going to read a couple of verses, starting at verse 28. Because I know there are times when I feel that maybe I'm going too often about something. But when I'm worried about something, that's the first place I go. So, starting at verse 28. Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary. Young men stumble and fall. But those whose hope is in the Lord will renew their strength. Tanya, thank you for reading that. I think we all can find hope in those words. The hope is, they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. And here's the promise. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This scripture gave me hope during a time in my life when I really needed hope about some things. And I read these words, and you know what? I felt like renewed strength. We're talking about strength and how to find strength. I felt that strength because I remembered that the Lord promised if I wait upon Him, he will renew my strength, and I will mount up with wings like eagles. Run and not be weary. Walk and not faint. And sure enough, during that time in my life when I was struggling with something that was really weighing heavily on me, I turned to that scripture, and I felt that strength. I felt like I can do this again. I can go forward. I don't need to 
worry anymore. I can go on and run and not be weary. And that is such a blessing to have that kind of peace. But this is not peace you can find on your own. This is peace that only God can give you. Those promises He put on your heart, those are real. And He can help those come to fruition as you continue to trust Him and let Him move Mm -hmm. on you. Mm -hmm. We talked about following as Jesus set the example so that we see Him in every day. But prayer is a very important habit. It's one of those good habits you want to have. It's an intentional habit. But more importantly, it can impact your life in such a way. So I hope that you're taking this to heart and know that nothing is too much for Him at all. Right. Nothing is impossible with God. Correct. So are you taking God with you? And you can do that by continuing to pray, by really making prayer a priority. We talked about finding a place to pray, set aside a time to pray, pray throughout the day. Another thing we haven't mentioned that Jesus taught his disciples is the Lord's Prayer. And that is found in Matthew 6. Memorize that. If you don't know it by heart, maybe a lot of us maybe don't know it by heart. I didn't until I was in my 20s. And when I remembered about the Lord's Prayer and I started praying it, the Lord just really opened the door to my heart to pray and how important it was to pray. So why don't we say the Lord's Prayer together? Sure. Our Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Sometimes... As simple as that prayer is, if you need examples of things to pray for, maybe things are going so well in your life, you just want to give thanks. That's great. Give thanks in prayer. I want to reflect back to some of the things that Paul has done. Paul thanked God for people very often. Mm -hmm. Examples found in Romans chapter 1. Paul prayed for our knowledge of God to grow. I love that. Knowledge of God to grow. That's actually from Ephesians, and I'm going to read that verse here in a moment. Paul prayed for our joy, peace, and Mm -hmm. hope. He prayed that we would live in peace and unity with others. See, folks, even way back in biblical times, we were praying for unity and peace, praying for us to experience God's power in our life, Mm -hmm. and prayed that our love for each other would grow Mm -hmm. because that helps us find that unity. But Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, I keep asking that the God, our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I implore that for our listeners today. Yes, let's pray that over them. We do pray, Lord, thank you for giving us this opportunity to listen and to know you and to hear what you want to say to us. Lord, we pray for our listeners that the eyes of their heart may be enlightened to know the love and the knowledge that you have, what are the glorious riches in the saints. 
And Lord, that we have an inheritance in you, that you love us so much. You have called us sons and daughters. You've adopted us into your kingdom. So Lord, may we be strengthened in our inner being to know the love that you have for us that is so deep, so wide, that nothing can separate us from you. So Lord, we just thank you and we love you. We praise you. We pour our hearts out to you. Increase our prayer life. Grow our prayer life so that we may grow closer to you and have that strength that you desire. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're so glad you joined us today. Remember, you can do a simple search, Journey with Jesus, and find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and coming soon to Pandora. You can also reach out to us in email. We'd love to hear from you or if you have a special prayer request at journeywithjesus2019 at gmail.com. There's joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus.